Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Do You Say Anime? I am your host, Peter, and on today's episode, the boys will be wrapping up our best arc anime March Madness bracket. We are down to the Elite Eight and will crown a champion by the end of the episode. If you missed the first episode, fear not, we will do a recap of the first two rounds to show how our winners made it to where they are. In our first bracket, in the Elite Eight and the Hidden Leaf bracket, we had the War Arc from Vinland Saga defeating the Frieza Saga from Dragon Ball Z and the Pain Arc from Naruto. And we have it going up against the Promised Day from Full Metal Alchemist that defeated uh, the XY Champions League from Pokemon and the Crimson Village Arc from Konosuba. In our Pallet Town bracket, we have the Chimera Ant Arc, which defeated the Hitagi Crab Arc from Monogatari and Enos Lobby from One Piece. That will be going up against the Cell Saga from Dragon Ball Z, which defeated the final assassination from Assassination Classroom and Zero's Requiem from Code Geass. In our Grand Line bracket, we have Marine Ford, which defeated the Golden Age arc from Berserk in Dio's World from Stardust Crusaders. That will be going up against Soul Society, which defeated the Bunny Girl Senpai arc, which is Mai's arc, and the Everlasting Contract from ReZero. Last but not least, the Demon World bracket, we have the Dark Tournament, which defeated Stone Wars from Dr. Stone and the Disappearance arc from Harui Suzumiya. We have it going up against Aincrad, which defeated the L arc from Death Note and the Kyoto arc from um, Roroni Kenshin. Gentlemen, those are our six, or sorry, our eight, our Elite Eight that we have going into our finals, which we will crown. And we will be starting off with our Hidden Leaf bracket, which is the War arc from Vinland Saga which is episodes 1 through 24 of the entire season. Some of the recaps from season from that arc, we had the death of Thors, we had uh, the Thorfinn versus Thorkill fight, and the fall of Osclod, uh, and that's going up against Promised Day, which is episode 45 of Full Metal Alchemist, ending at the Father fight. It is the accumulation of the 400-year plan of Father, the activation of the nationwide transmutation circles, and the beginning assault on Central. And to me, I think it's like the definition of sticking the landing on a arc. So these will be our first two matchups. We're going to do a little bit more in depth, a little bit more conversation based since it's our Elite Eight. And these are going to be the best of the best arcs that we have. So that being said, I'm going to kick things off. Um, I have seen both. I have both of these shows at a 10. I have both of these shows in my top 16 all-time shows. I think they're absolutely fantastic and they both do things so well with each other when in terms of in terms of action um i mentioned earlier the thorfinn versus thorkill fight which was just so brilliantly animated by wit studio and the promised day you have the assault on central where to me i think one of the most iconic scenes is the tank going up to the castle and that fight along with king bradley and just there's so many different and uh what we had greed versus um i forgot who greed fought but um just so well executed in both senses. To me, this one was... I think it's probably going to be the hardest one to pick of the two, just because I thoroughly enjoy both of these series. To me, though, I think what one sets the other is... What... Like, building up a story and executing it flawlessly, and that's what The Promised Day does. I think the mystery behind Full Metal Alchemist was set in stone in the beginning episodes, and then it... 
that set in stone sorry it, it was like we was building and then it got set in stone in the promised day where we found out what the transmutation circles were for and then it act being activated was just an incredible moment so to me i'm going to give this to the promised day by a slim margin but i do think both of these arcs are thoroughly incredible uh i'm gonna pass it to jay because i think you've seen both as well I want to get your yeah. thoughts on your uh, your pick and why you chose it and that type of thing. Okay, yeah, sure thing, Peter. Um, honestly, yeah. This is a tough one. I definitely agree because Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood is... I mean, there's no two ways about it, really. It is the most probably unanimously liked anime on the entire internet um i would say it's like the it's like the legend of zelda ocarina of time of anime that's a good or breath of the wild at yep. this point maybe something like that like it's just something that everybody recommends to anybody who's getting into the medium as a whole more or less and for good reasons it's a master class in a lot of ways pacing is great um Characters are fantastic. But if we're talking specifically about just the promised day, I honestly, I don't really see it as the height of uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood for me personally. I like a lot of the earlier stuff whenever they're kind of like unraveling the mystery mm -hmm. of like Bradley and his son specifically. Um, I'm more of a fan of some of the stuff that takes place in uh, the, the North as well with Olivier. Um, the best character. You get the whole, you get, yes, by far. Yes. You get the whole Armstrong family kind of like set, uh, settling their issues. I don't, I think that happens in this arc, actually. It's like, like they, it's like literally the beginning of this arc is the yeah. uh, Alex and Olivier like uh, at Central type of thing. Yeah. Yep. That, that is an awesome uh, part of this arc, honestly. Um, but I, Vinland Saga, on the other hand, is just, it's perfect, I think. Um, there's really nothing that I can not like about the war arc. Thorfinn is just a masterfully written character. Um, simply in this first arc of the of the of a uh, vinland saga rather sorry my tongue got tied there i think he goes through more character development than most shows whole like whole cast go through honestly and it's believable and organic and you feel for him and like the pain he feels is just like palpable like you can feel it in your heart no matter how old he is or whatever he's going through he's a very relatable character i feel which says a lot because like how many stories are told well enough that you can put yourself inside the shoes of, like, somebody that is so divorced from where we're at now, like a fucking 14th century, you know, Viking boy. Yep. Like, yeah. So, for me personally, I'm going to have to give this to the war arc by... Okay. I wouldn't even say a slim margin for me personally, just because, like I said, while I do love Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, I don't think that the promised day is the height of it for me. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Rifle, I'm going to go to you because I believe you have seen both of these as well, so I'd like to get your thoughts. Yeah, I think uh, for me, I think it's a very uh, neck and neck race. I think uh, with Promise Day, 
this is just like you said the culmination of everything this is what was being built up to uh it really went on to a grand scale of things with the villain of the series father yep uh and his plans to set in motion on sacrificing nearly millions of a country to achieve his goal uh versus Vinland Saga, which is more ground I, I want to say grounded in reality. Sure. Con- considering what uh compared to Full Metal, uh it's more grounded in reality. Uh I like the aspect of the Vikings of the historical stuff. For me, uh I'd have to side a little bit with uh Full Metal, honestly. Okay. I just feel like it was this full build up, I think for Vinland, as time will go on, I think the later arcs are a lot better just to see the growth of the character. I like it. Okay. So that we're at two to one cat. I'm going to go to you. Give me your thoughts. Um, so for me, I, I know that I've only seen the promised day. I still need to watch Vinland saga. I, I just haven't had the time with the stuff that I've been doing, but, uh, from what I know about the promised day, uh, there's just a lot of stuff that goes on in in Full Metal that I can't like. Full Full Metal Alchemist has that feeling of you want to recommend it to everybody, but you know that if you recommend it to people that haven't even seen an anime yet, uh, they're going to expect that from every anime, and that's just not that's true. That's just not like feasible. Um, and I'm sure that, that the war arc is the same way. Um, and especially from what you guys have been saying, uh, and like, because full metal is probably like one of the best shows, one of the best anime like ever made, uh, it's that going up against, uh, war, the war arc, uh, especially with the incredible landing that full metal Alchemist had, like I, I would like to be able to say that it would be closer from what you guys have said, but I'm I'm gonna have to go with the uh, with the promised day. Okay, okay, sounds good. And Pat, we're gonna get your thoughts. Who who sold you? Uh, the Full Metal team or Jay on Villain Saga? I I don't know. It's tough. Uh, so my it's too bad my vote doesn't matter because I actually do think I would be voting for uh, I will be voting for Villain Saga. Jay sold me on the fact that he brought up a really good point that it it does it, if it does that well a great of a job making you feel for a character from such a distant past and from such distant history then I'm sure I would enjoy that a lot more than I would enjoy Promise Day. Yeah, uh, yeah I really think you in particular would love. Yeah, Vinland I'd love. I, I I'm sure I will watch Vinland Saga someday. It's just a matter of like finding the right time to sit down and really just hammer it out. You know, I um, get you for sure. It's Do that like before the end of the year, though, because season two is coming out this year. That's right. Yes. Um, well, maybe that will be the thing that motivates me to get to it. Uh, is the the second season coming? Because I, yeah, I've heard that this is just a prequel and that it's one of the best manga ever, uh, as well. So this it's it's exciting stuff. Uh, too bad it's it lost like number ten or something like eight or ten something. Like it, well, that yeah, and like po- it, it's like a one of those ones where it's like it's obviously it's up there in popularity, but like when you talk to people who are like really into manga they'll yeah. usually almost always throw vinland saga as their number one or two or three maybe you yeah, know even yeah. though it's not for sure um 
Because we have the so, yeah. Shonen Big Three, and then we have the Sign in Big Five, and Vinland Saga's in the Big Five. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I fought a valiant battle. Um, Thorkel will be proud of me for continuing to fight against all odds. Yes. So that's really what matters. Yeah, and, and we uh, tried our best to yeah, dethrone. Uh, Thank you, Pat. I appreciate to dethrone you. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood from its Un- its high horse. My disappointment is immeasurable in my days. <laughs> it's close. They're both. I mean, the I I honestly think that these are just like both masterpieces in anime. Like they're, they're, if, the stories that they tell the. The conclusions that we get, the characters that are involved, it's all near flawless. It's 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 a ten versus a nine point nine seven. Like it's close. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can I'm not there are worse things to lose to than yeah. like the culmination of the most popular or, you know, highest rated anime of all time. So Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like if Promise Day was in a different uh was in a was in a different bracket, like Promise Day and War probably would have been in the finals. It would have been I think it's really close. I think this is the toughest matchup for me, to be honest, of what we have left going. So But that was fun. That was a good start. So in a three to two victory, the Promise Day from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood wins the hidden leaf bracket and will be moving on to the finals. Next up, we got our Pallet Town bracket. We got Chimera Ant Arc, which is episode 76 through 136. Mm-hmm. Some of the highlights of Chimera Ant Arc, we have the reunion with Kite. We have my favorite fight in anime history, Netero versus Merum. And we get to see the transformation of Gon. And that's going up against Cell Saga, which is the accumulation of the Cell games throughout uh, the Gohan versus Perfect Cell fight. And a little bit of the continuation after that fight. I wish I could talk more about cell saga because to me that this is more of like my childhood and it has stuck out stuck with me throughout this time because i was just a little wee boy when i was watching anime as a child and cell was a very memorable character for me growing up i think you still see him referenced a lot and like the shonen antagonist slash villains throughout the year dragon ball z is known for having pretty solid villains whether you say about the power system or not I would say somebody like Cell, Frieza, Boo, those type of people really stick out and have a great, um, like, everlasting effect on the anime, like, series and villains and antagonists going forward. However, I do just think Chimera Ant is a masterpiece in writing, um, maybe not pacing, but to me, I loved it regardless of the fact um, I mentioned it earlier. I think that the Netero versus uh, Maroom fight is just so impactful. What it, how it just like, sort of is the the stamp on the arc was something that I really liked about Hunter Hunter. Um, not just it focusing on the main characters, but you know the side characters also get their shine. And in this, uh, Netero really gets the shine. I thoroughly enjoyed the arc, the Kumagi and Merum like relationship was I thought just so well written. I thought Merum was just an incredibly well written character, a very well written antagonist of being born as a king essentially and finding out like throughout this journey of playing shogi of just who he is as a person and maybe he doesn't need to be who like everybody thinks he is, but by the end of it it's kind of that oh it's too late type of thing, and I think that's just was such such a unique um storytelling aspect in the anime that we really don't get a lot where it's not this tragic backstory of you know how Demon Slayer does the 
oh, feel bad for the demons or everything like that. Merum was like being born into that society and uh, everyone telling him that he's the best. And that's kind of like how he, wa how he was his entire life. But then he gets his ass whooped by a blind girl in Shogi and it completely changes his world. I think that that storytelling element of his character is like a benchmark of shonen writing and why I hold Hunter Hunter to such a high level and why the Chimera, the Chimera Ant arc is so well renounced and loved by the community and why it's like when you look up the best arcs in anime history, you always see Chimera Ant. Uh, personally, it's not my favorite arc in Hunter Hunter, but it's like one of the best arcs. I mean, that, that being said, I think like the three big arcs in Hunter Hunter are just all incredible. I love Chimera Ant. It's getting my vote, and I think this is just Cell Saga kind of just getting wrong place, wrong time. Where it Chimera Ant is Mike Tyson, and Cell Saga is a fourteen-year-old child. Um, that's kind of like how I'm viewing it right now. So uh, I, I'm going with Chimera Ant. Um, let's go to Jay because I think I saw him put his finger up. So Jay, you go for it. Chimera Ant arc was like. I took that personally, being compared to him, the Cell Saga. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really know, like, you said kind of all there is to say, I think, about this. Like, um, but I will correct you on one thing. Actually, streamer, it's a Gungi, Gungi, not a Shogi. Oh, okay. So, it's it's a shogi like game, right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a combination of like a bunch of different strategy games, I guess. But mm -hmm. it's it's sick either way. Um, I don't know what else. Like Meruem is one of the. He's like a master class on developing a character in like a pretty short amount of time. All things considered, you literally see his like all of his character development on screen, more or less. Mm -hmm. Um, just watching him develop into this, from this stone cold monster, more or less, into like a almost human being. Oh, hundred like percent. Morals and values, and uh, like a merciful side for people he cares about, and stuff like that is. It's incredible, honestly. The Chimera Antarch is rare in that it is something that if I could go back again and watch it with fresh eyes, I would, like, that would be the thing I watch, the arc I watch with fresh eyes, like, almost every single time, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Like, I just don't think, like, yeah, I agree that the Cell Saga was just kind of in the... Uh, wrong place at the wrong time for this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, Cell Saga is iconic, but just simply it doesn't have the pedigree to stand against the Chimera Antarch, in my opinion. Yep. Like, Tagashi is just a master. Uh, he truly is one of the goat mangakas of all time. Like, period. Mm. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Chimera Antarch as well. All right, that's a 2-0 lead. Let's go over the cat. Cat, what's your thoughts? So I took a little bit of offense to the uh, Tyson versus a 14-year-old child. Cell Saga, I... Cell Saga is one of the most iconic uh, arcs in anime history because of Cell. I mean, we 
at this point, we've seen Frieza, uh, the Frieza saga, and we start to really understand how, like, how the formula is going with, uh, with how, you know, how the world of Dragon Ball works, uh, especially their arc formula or their saga formula, depending on what you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Well, Cell just had, Cell had just enough fresh coat of paint on that formula that you could like, that you could really get invested in it. Also, having Goku die in the middle of the, in the middle of the arc, the middle of the fight between him and Cell, and then have, uh, and then have Gohan yep. as a passing of the torch. That was so, so like impactful. Uh, it was supposed to be a tra- uh, passing of the torch anyway, but it wasn't because because you know, <laughs> nobody dies in Dragon there. Ball. Yeah. Uh, now apparently we're going to have another passing of the torch, quote unquote. Yeah. But um, the thing is, Gohan, like Gohan as a as basically becoming like a person who like who is ready enough to actually fight against anything that stands in his way it's it impacted me a lot and honestly i it this this matchup is more of a matchup between like quality and iconic like if you're watching uh dragon ball from the beginning to now to uh cell saga um and from how iconic it is i'm actually gonna have to go with cell saga because first of all cell is a great fucking foil uh all the things that he's done uh during the cell games and like legitimizing his like his reason for being there or well his impact on the world by being there it just like he is one of the most i don't give a shit about you yep. characters i have ever seen and i love it um i love mirrorum i love the chimera art but my vote is going to Cell Saga. Okay, all right, we got two to one. Uh, Rifle, we're gonna go over to you. What What do you got? Listen, why do I want some rip off Cell when I can have perfect Cell over here? Okay, okay. Get your Miram out of here. Okay, I'm gonna. I just had to get that out. Anywho, uh, honestly, this is really tough. I've only seen Chimera and Arc. I know because of Dragon Ball itself it's very popular and i can hear people talk about cell saga even now uh people talk about how smart he was his whole tournament uh he had planned yep and absorption everyone he's a smart villain so is miram as well in Kamara art we see his how smart he is how tactical we see his power it's very level i'd say i think uh this was also the arc we got introduced to Androids was it or Cell Saga? Um, I think you're thinking of the Cell in GT. No, uh, the, the Androids are in C. Oh, I, yeah. I, I just don't remember yeah. which arc that they come in technically. The Android okay. arc. <laughs> Is it the Android <laughs> arc? I'm pretty sure they have their. Well, own no, they get the absorbed Android. by Cell. Yeah, like, but it's like a whole thing before, isn't it? 
Like, they're kind of doing their own thing. Let me look this up. Okay. I've played too many Dragon Ball games. Android Saga is always after Cell Saga. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, like I, Both arcs, uh, I don't know about Dragon Ball, but I'm assuming they introduce well-known characters uh, or they have something that impacts them. I feel, though, like uh, Kat said, this is when Goku dies mm-hmm. and the passing of the torch happens. Spoilers. <laughs> That's what Cat told me. Played a Dragon Ball game. I almost made that joke the first time Cat said it. To be fair, (laughs) no, it's it's fine. But no, so for me though, I think this just boils down to like what I've seen and what I haven't. And for me, Khmer Ant, I felt was just really well done. It was fun. I liked the progression of Gon's character near the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, Between between him and uh, uh, one of the ants. I like the absorption they have, they had, where they would eat humans and those abilities would pass on over to the ants. Uh, all of it was just fun. For me, I'd have to give it to Kamara Ant Art. All right, sounds good. Let's go to Shonen Meathead Pat for his thoughts. Yeah, well, we're almost uh, to the part of the show where I, I know what the fuck we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um... Is this the is this where Fusion Dance is first introduced in in no, Dragon Ball? No, it is not. No, that was the that's in the Boo arc, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, if that uh, then then yeah, I guess I kind of have to go with Chimera Ant then as well. Like I I don't know. To me, the Cell Saga. For, I I don't I can't think of like the really iconic moment from it, other than uh, obviously the father, having the father son Kamehameha is probably the most iconic moment. From yeah. It. Okay. Yeah. I could, yeah. All right. I can picture that from like Which watching. Has, that has had an impact on quite. A, like they've had a few things that have copied the like father son like uh, attack formula before. I feel mm-hmm. like, but yeah. Honestly, as far as like iconic Dragon Ball mechanics, I don't think there's a lot introduced in Cell Saga. Sorry to interrupt no. you. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um. Well then, yeah. I know. I. In I guess we gotta go with the Hunter X Hunter arc Chimera yep. Ant. Alright, sounds we'll good. Have square. Uh, not like we didn't know or you know. <laughs> so in a four to one victory, the Chimera Ant arc defeats the Cell Saga and we'll be moving on to the finals. On to the next one. We have our grand line bracket, which is Marine Ford going up against Soul Society. Uh Marine Ford is episodes four fifty seven to four eighty nine. Some of the uh, the pinnacle moments of this is the death of Ace and Whitebeard, and the resignation of two warlords, Jinbei and Teach, and one revoked of Moria, and this causes um, the loss of balance of the three great powers. Uh, Soul Society is episodes 21 to 63, and this is kind of broken up into two arcs. The first arc is called The Entry, which is episodes 21 to 41, which is the accumulation of Ichigo, Chad, Orihime, Uru, and Yoru Ichi's arrival to Soul Society to the end of the rescue arc, which is uh, uh, towards Aizen's betrayal. Um, I'm going to pass this one off to somebody who has seen both of these. So, Kat, um, please, please sell me on one of these. Oh my god, this is one of the hardest one. This is when I saw when I had to think about this episode. This uh, matchup was the one that I was going to have the hardest time with because. 
on one hand, we have Marine Ford, which is one of the, if not the most iconic art in One Piece, because the death of um, Ace, you have death of Whitebeard, you also have just 3D2Y afterwards, which I, it's technically not with it, but like it's still, it's so close to it, like I can't not think about it. Um, like you have the you have so many episodes throughout it because you know it was one piece, but it just that was one of the arcs in one piece where like all something happened almost every episode. It wasn't like there was uh, a little bit of action here and then like fifteen minutes of talking or something or background. It was like something happened, something impacts and something impacts you. It's like crazy, but. On the other hand, you have Soul Society, which is, oh, one of the greatest arcs in Bleach, first off, and in my opinion, one of the greatest arcs in shonen anime, period. Because Soul Society, right after you get introduced to everybody, you get introduced to everybody's friend and all that. I actually just recently rewatched it, so um, I'm fresh with this. Uh, Soul Society has a lot of has a lot of like really good character development with uh, Chad from um, with Chad being like book smart, but like not exactly the uh, not exactly the the most street smart person in the world. And then like having some parts of character development where like you realize what he's from Mexico and like doing, uh, like getting stronger as he goes along. It's a mixture of that, like telltale shonen formula where he just like gets stronger and, and stronger, but mixed along with the failure at first of actually getting into soul society because he doesn't know where he is like he's he's not powerful enough to face like literally anybody there and he is in the he's in enemy territory and it's it is it's so so good because of all of because of all of the characters that you end up meeting and getting uh and getting introduced and developed throughout this arc you see like their bad sides first and then like see them as they like grow uh in the eyes of uh in the eyes of the characters that you're seeing the world through and at the end of it with the betrayal of Aizen realizing that he that he really wasn't the enemy it was Aizen all along it becomes so it, like it sets up the uh, Hueco Mundo arc perfectly, which is why I think this arc not only builds amazingly, but also sticks the landing. Um, so for me, my vote is going for Soul Society. All right. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I'm going to go to Rifle because Rifle, I think you've seen Marine Ford, but not Soul Society. Is that right? I've seen both. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Then let me get your thoughts on this then. I think Cat uh, basically said a lot for Soul Society. I'll try to help Marine Ford out for a bit. Uh, like you said, I think this was this is like one of the highs of One Piece so far. This wasn't uh, where we focus in on uh, Luffy's gang, the Straw Hats. It's mainly Luffy, and we see 
all these power players across the world come together. Uh, I look at uh, Soul Society and like it, well, like what it is, it's an invasion of Ichigo's group trying to save uh, Rukia. In this case, this is a whole fleet of pirates coming to save Luki's brother. It leads it to being called uh, Summit War, I believe. And this is something that will change the direction of the world, which it really does. We see the power shift, like you said. Whitebeard gets knocked out. Blackbeard steps in, takes control. We see all the, the highs of everything. Luffy goes into uh, shock after seeing his brother get, <laughs> uh, you know, killed off right in front of them. Uh, yeah, I feel that was just more weight to it all considering uh for one piece death wasn't really a focus yep. a lot in the beginning uh everyone just gets knocked out they get thrown off and you don't see them off screen and this moment was the point where we actually see death and we're seeing it so close to someone which is luffy uh for me i'd have to go with marine ford uh soul society does it good what it does I just feel like it wasn't that high point compared to Marine Ford. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So we have a one, one vote from the people who have seen both arcs. So let's switch it up. I'm going to go to Pat who has seen neither. And, uh, I want to, I want to hear your thoughts on maybe which one sold, sold the, the arc to you the best. Um, I don't know. Uh, so from my knowledge, uh, yeah. So, so just sitting here thinking about it, like, all right, Marine Ford had the, the iconic moment of, Luffy and his brother. That's you know, like the from someone who hasn't seen any of One Piece other than the first arc, apparently, now yep. from that movie. Um that's the like scene that sits at, sits in my head, you know, the like, like as being so like one of the more popular ones in Shonen. Like oh, it's, it's also four hundred something episodes in. Like, geez, man, that's crazy. Yep. Um and then Soul Society is like the the best arc of Bleach, which is the other of the big three, right? So um uh, I don't know. This is, this is a tough one for me to to decide. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Soul Society because I uh, feel like I would enjoy that arc more myself, just because I feel like I would enjoy Bleach more than uh, what do you call it, One Piece? Uh, so yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with Soul Society on this one because uh, Samurai are dope or Swords people are dope. Yeah, okay. There you go. All right, we're at two to one. Jay, I'm gonna toss it over to you. Your thoughts on Marineford versus Soul Society? Uh, so let's see here. Uh, uh, there's really not a lot to be said about the Soul Society that hasn't already been said. I think it's like the third best arc in Bleach, maybe. Ooh. Behind the Fullbringer arc in Thousand Year Blood War. There's some pretty good stuff that gets introduced here. Like, I like the way that the general invasion feels um a lot of good fights for pretty much every character honestly gets a pretty solid fight in this arc i would say but on the other hand marine ford is like the emotional height of one piece more or less you've got a lot of crazy shit that happens there like from luffy declaring essentially war on the world government to ace becoming a donut um, 
there's just a lot of emotional resonance there for a lot of people, I feel. Um, especially because, like you said, it's almost 500 episodes in whenever it ends. Like, so it's oh. it's lead up to a lot of... It's lead up from a lot of things, I should say. Mm-hmm. Jay, um, yes. wasn't uh, Luffy declaring war on the world government part of Water 7? I think this is where it becomes like a... A whole big thing when oh, they like, like actually recognize like whenever he has like his allies and stuff with him as well and like they have like a whole faction rather than just like Luffy say I don't know I'm not really big in either of these compared to Naruto if we're talking big three stuff but I know a lot of people who are into One Piece and they have explained this arc to me at length so I'm not saying yeah I might be off on that kind of but yeah i think i'm gonna have to go with marine ford for this one okay yeah all right so we got two two and i it's coming from me who i have dropped both one piece and bleach so this is gonna be a very very terrible take but here's what i'm gonna base it on we we sent this bracket out to some discords and they filled it out and for the One Piece stands, there was like a split between Enos Lobby and Marine Ford. And there was a handful of people that took Soul Society straight up to win. I think there's like three people that took Soul Society straight up to win. And I think that says a lot about what Soul Society meant to not only Bleach, but just how well it was done. If that many people are like, you know, One Piece is definitely way more talked about than Bleach, at least in our community and some of the other communities that I'm a part of. I don't really hear Bleach mentioned, but then you see Soul Society winning, and I think that what that kind of like stands out to me of what that arc really means. So, the awful, awful take for me, I'm going to pick Soul Society over Marine Ford in a 3-2 victory as Soul Society advances to the finals. Yes, sir! Which will be a good matchup, I think, when we see who it's going up against. So let me show the bracket real quick. And that's let's get to our last Elite Eight matchup, which is the Dark Tournament from Yu Yu Hakusho going against, against Einkrad from Sword Art Online. Dark Tournament is episodes 26 to 66. Uh, some of the key points is the rise of Team Yurameshi, uh, the finals of Team Yurameshi versus Tagoro. And honestly, I, in my personal opinion, is the pinnacle of tournament arcs. Going up against Aincrad, which is episodes 1 through 14. And I think it's not... For me, it's my favorite SAO arc, but I think the lasting legacy of what Aincrad did for um, the isekai slash fantasy genre is... cannot be understated. It is why we have so many isekais out. It's why uh there's like a light novel boom in terms of not only anime adaptations but light novel sales and it really just shows what a isekai can like do to or like what a genre can do to define itself as sort of like on top of regardless of quality just the impact that it has i don't know if there's a show that has impacted a genre more than sword art online and i'm not kidding when i say that this one's tough for me. Um, I, I think Yu Yu Hakusho is like an okay show, but I think the Dark Tournament arc is just if if you want meathead tournament arcs, 
uh, meathead fights, along with actually having like a pretty good like training arc up to it. Um, the the team like the the ensemble itself of like really getting to know um, Kuwabara and uh, Hie and the flower guy. I forgot his name off the top of my head. Just that buildup of them coming together to take on essentially to get the team to Goro and win the dark tournament itself was just a pinnacle of what I think is shonen. And then you have Aincrad, which to me is, I think a very good arc. Um, my favorite arc in SAO, but I think that leans more heavy on the impact than the actual quality of the arc. That being said, I think it's impact is just insane. It's, global scale changing a genre changing a landscape and we're talking best arcs in anime and influence is a massive factor for this and while i think in modern day dark tournament is definitely still represented and still talked about to this day i can't overlook what Aincred did to an entire landscape so it's this one's actually this one's tougher than I thought because I thought I had my answer in my head, but now that I'm talking it out, I'm not entirely sure. Man, do I go with my heart or do I go with my head? Is kind of where I'm at right now. I think I'm going to go with Aincrad just based off of what it did to the landscape. In, have you considered that it's negative? The, the its impact is negative because we have all these fucking terrible ass well, isekai. We also, we also have. Have you considered that it's negative in a negative impact? Well, like I mean, we it, could have we could have like fucking World War. There are people who enjoy that stuff. Three so as I, in, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna be knocking, but I mean, I mean, if without Aincrad, who knows if we would have gotten like Konosuba, if we would have gotten Log Horizon, if we would have gotten, um. Realist Man, hero. How, uh, how awful a dark tur- uh, the, the impact of dark tournament was too, because we got so many bad shonen and so many ridiculous <laughs> things. Like I don't know, Jay. This is that's a very Pat, that's a very cynical say, argument. I'm just saying, you know, but you know, I'm if gonna we don't have Aincrad, we would have never had to deal with redo of a healer or shield hero. Mm-hmm. And not here. You're gonna not. You're not gonna own brownie. Maybe, but you know, there's goods and bads for everything. You can look at it in a way. I'm just thinking of the impact it had on like an entire sphere of medium. Like anime changed because of uh, SAO and because of the impact that I had. That's just my two cents. Jay, you know what? I'm gonna go to you next. Give me your two cents, and then we're gonna go to Pat. The Dark Tournament literally saved fucking the medium as a whole more or less it saved weekly shown it like this is talking manga like but if we're talking about fucking impact the dark tournament arc saved weekly shonen jump we wouldn't have like so many series if it wasn't for that arc like shonen as a whole would be entirely different like we might not even have fucking sword art online if the dark tournament arc didn't exist like there's so much there's Yu Hakusho is this entire list dad, more or less. Like, it is, everything on this list is Yu Hakusho's son. Like, <laughs> fucking hell, man. Maybe everything left on the list is. No, I think, like, pretty much everything. Besides maybe, like, Death Note shit. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, 
You going dark tournament then? No, I'm going. No. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> Psych, I'm crab. Uh, I mean, I do. Like, I get it. I understand what you mean by the impact, but I feel like it's a little bit. It's short sighted to look at Aincrad as being more influential, I feel. It's kind of revisionist history. When we've had, like, what? It's probably been eight years of visual, or uh, not visual novels, light novel adaptations, isekai, shit like that. Something like that since Aincrad came out. Yeah, whereas that sounds right. Had, whereas we've had, what, like almost 30 years of shonen after a Dark Tournament that's been inspired by it? Like, if we're playing that game, then I think the Dark Tournament would still win even then because guess what we still have tournament arc shonen coming out we do well so does it, that mean speed it's re- racer it, it's recency be... bias it is recency bias to think that uh the isekai trend is more influential than shonen tournament arcs as a whole i feel okay that that i mean i i get what you're saying i'm picking up what you're putting down for sure i i'm just trying to I, th- I think you put it in a very good terms. Um, Pat, let's go to you. I think I know your winner, but I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, yeah, well, I yeah, so I'm very obviously going to go with Ironcrad, mainly because I, I kind of have to go with it because it's the only show here that I've actually seen out of the eight that we've uh, made it this far. Um, but I'm also picking it because it is the spiritual successor to the Kyoto arc, um, which I also would have picked in this slot. So uh, I don't know. I I see where Jay is coming from with like, oh, it's it's recency bias, but it's also, like, anime as a medium has changed so significantly since SAO came out in terms of profitability, in terms of, like, size, number of anime coming, and, and all sorts of different aspects beyond just, oh, light novels slash fantasy series have also, like, doubled or tripled in the amounts of, that they're being published. Like, I don't know, I think it's, um, and, and it's not... It's not SAO's fault or Aincrad's fault either that it's only been out for eight years, you know, like that. So, yeah, I, 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 and I also think it's it's unfair to say that just like yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho did. It's one of the granddaddies of shonen, you know. It's up there. It's been around for a very long time. But I think to to say that it it, it is the only inspiration for any tournament arc. You say only inspiration. No, but like I said, it's a prime one though. It's it'd be like. That it, and, like, it's the Dragon main reference. Ball. That and like Dragon Ball are like the main references for tournament art. Yes, right. Uh, so, yeah, but like, so what are the main references for, uh, for light novels or for the for the the, the spike of light novel anime? Well, what, like what is that there, one called? There's two. There, there's Harui Suzumiya, and there's now SAO. and then here and there is obviously the real. Uh, the granddaddy, yeah. The granddaddy of Isekai. Yeah. <laughs> now and then in Michigan. Yes. Now we go, here we are. Uh now and then here and there is the, the title. Thank you guys. Yes. Uh that uh now and are we there yet? No. <laughs> uh that actually came out in nineteen ninety nine too. So uh you know, uh Yu Hawk Show obviously predates that. But uh but yeah, I don't know. I I, I love Yu Yu Hawk Show too, because like I I don't know, I'm in I like old school shonen again, not even just trying to be like a Ooh, hipster or whatever but like it's just what i grew up with and and i um i like the art style a lot more and i um maybe it's just me being dumb but i found it easier to avoid all the standing around and staring in, in a lot of those shows like yu yu Hakusho, kenshin uh 
yeah, I I don't know that those 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 are the two that I am most fond of in terms of shonen in general. So uh, it hurts to vote against it, but again, Einkrad to me is just like I don't know. It's what got me into anime, like Sao did. It, it really launched it beyond just like oh, reading Naruto or watching it occasionally on the uh, tsunami. Like no, this is what got me to get Crunchyroll to become a seasonal watcher and. I, I don't know. I think Einkrad itself as an arc also stands test of time because it's a it's a fantastic uh well it's not written the best, but it's a uh the it, it generates the interest and yep. it and it sells you on the world and the the place that it is trying to take you. And and I think that that's uh why it stands the test of time in terms of like just like anyone can watch it and be like, oh shit, this is really cool. Or this seems like an interesting show. And then sure enough, you get later into it and you realize how awfully it's written or <laughs> awfully it's paced, but at least it like catches you and you still keep watching most of the time too. People on their first watch through most of the time don't have the complaints that until they think sit down and think about it after the fact. So that's why I'm trying going. to sell this to people. Not I am. Yes. Yeah. You watch it. You'll have a really good time and then you'll realize, oh shit, maybe it isn't, that greatly written and then you'll read the fucking progressive and you'll be even better off watch, you'll be happy. watch the abridged series and or watch abridged just... exactly yeah. um yeah yeah i don't see you hakusho having an abridged series either yeah hmm, hmm. you hakusho's dub is an abridged series yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah that's very funny uh and very true uh but yeah so einkrad is gonna be my vote for sure right. uh so yeah Sounds I'm good. not hating on the dub of Yu Hakusho, by the way. For no, it's incredible. I do love it. It is an incredible dub, like. But some of the moments are like, damn, that was crazy that they that they put that in there. Mm. Uh, yeah. All right. So right now we're at two to one for Aincrad. I'm gonna go over to you, Cat. What do you got? So, as it has already been stated, this is basically a battle of impact. We've heard the impact from Jay. We've heard the impact from Pat. And for me, my, it is a battle of impact versus, uh, I guess you could say, like, <sighs> I, it's hard. It's really, really hard. Because from what you guys have said, Dark Tournament is, first of all, it's the pinnacle of Yu Yu Hakusho. Yep. And I... I love some like old shonen, Trigun, for example, one of my favorite old shonens like of all time. Um, it's actually one of my favorite shows of all time, by the way. Uh, but I've tried watching Yu Yu Hakusho. It was, it's kind of like a, and I understand that it came out after Bleach. I mean, came out before Bleach. Excuse me. Uh, but it feels like a worst version of bleach tomato uh, i'm throwing tomatoes through my fucking screen um and i like i'm talking about just the intro by the way i'm not talking about board where we can boo this man <laughs> during this <laughs> and einkrad is personally i think einkrad is good for the first three episodes and then it's okay. Um, and personally, because of that sentiment, because it's good and then turns okay, uh, the impact of both of them is huge. And I don't think 
like we can sit here and try and like count off the top of our heads how many uh how many shows have spawned because of either show and we can argue that one show spawned from the other but at the end for me is going to come back to quality mm-hmm. and i think that because i've dropped you hockey show before the dark tournament and because uh Eincred, i've watched it and then dropped it after Eincred, um or after the first season so Eincred and the other one mm-hmm. uh dark I'm gonna have to go with Dark Tournament. Okay. Oh. All right. Red two a piece. Rifle that shit scared me. Rifle. Yeah, he scared me too. I like the fact that he <laughs> dropped both shows. So no, that was fun. Uh, Rifle, you are the deciding vote. Please tell me your thoughts. This is this is hard. You know, I, I also, yeah, I thought Cat was gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be on credits. I don't know. This is very tough. Because, like you said, I think there's a lot of recency bias with the whole uh, Eincred. It's more recent than Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, in terms of quality, I feel like uh, Yu Yu Hakusho has a little bit more for that arc in general for Dark Tournament. So, uh, honestly, I think, uh, Jay, I'm sorry. I gotta do this. I'm going with Dark Tournament. <laughs> oh, dude. Why is everyone just... <laughs> they had me in the first half, not gonna lie. Yeah, damn. Everyone's just trying to give me a heart attack. Like, I just drank an energy drink and everything. I think, I think the fakes in Dark Tournament were a lot more than Eincred. All right. That was that was a good one. So, in a 3-2 to two victory... The, the stakes? What? It's getting real close in these. Yes. It is getting close. Never mind. All right, sorry. Rifle. The Dark hey, Tournament defeats Eincred 3-2. Who would have thunk it? Who ever thought I would spout those words, but they are. Gentlemen, <laughs> that was the Elite Eight. We are now moving on to the finals. Oh my. We have Promise Day going against Chimera Ant. We have Soul Society going up against Dark Tournament. Let's eat! Okay, here we go. Ooh, okay. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is my number two all-time anime. Hunter Hunter is my number seven. Mm. Promise Day is my favorite arc in Full Metal. Chimera Ant is my second favorite arc. But that being said, that doesn't change that they're both the qualities of these two are just they're god tier. These are what we these are pinnacle, not just shonen, but arcs in anime history. This is Evander Holyfield versus Mike Tyson. This is um, Brock Lesnar versus some heavyweight dude. Cain Velasquez. Um, This is... These are the biggest hitters in anime, in shonen, uh, just in general. Man. I'm trying to think. Because we had our conversations about how I just thoroughly loved the writing of Miriam and Chimera Ant how it's such a unique and refreshing take on an antagonist in a world where you're viewed as like the pinnacle where you have the promised day and you have fear Bradley as one of the sins you have father, uh, doing mass genocide on everybody. Take notes, Aaron. That's how you do it. Um, it's just, (laughs) The mystery behind Full Metal 
versus like the development of not only Merum and Chimera, but of Gon, of Kilua, um, of like the the characters that we also um arrive to with Chimera when they're doing the invasion on the mansion. It's just the the shine that Hunter Hunter gives to everybody is just so well written, and they get the time to flesh those characters out. Has Chimera Ant has my favorite fight in anime history. Promise Day has like my favorite story in anime history. It's like where do I, what do I do to determine between two masterpieces? And I I'm going to go. The last time I went with Aincrad, I was using my brain. This time I'll use my heart, and I'm going to vote Promise Day by. Just a very, very slim margin, just based off of when I, I wasn't even watching anime when I watched Full Malcolm's Brotherhood. And I think that says a lot where I was blown away by what this was and just, it, it sticks with me to this day. I, I mean, when I was thinking of tattoos um, before I read Berserk, I was going to get a full metal tattoo. Like, it's just that incredible of a story. And for that reason... And a couple others. I think I'm going to go with The Promised Day as my victor. Um, I'm going to go to Rifle next. I don't think you've talked second yet. So, Rifle, give me your thoughts. Hey, let's go. Okay. So, like you said, uh, Full Metal was uh, one of the few animes that I grew up with, uh, thanks to Adult Swim and all that. Kamara uh, Ant, I got into, I think, during high school uh, as I was just binging through Hunter Hunter. Uh, both of them are well received. Promise Day is the pinnacle, the the end of the story for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Chimera Ant, it's also a big one for the show itself. The uh, we had a lot of character development for Gone for Miram, law intense fights that went down. Uh, same thing goes for Promise Day. We had a lot of people get developed very well. I think if I had to choose. I think just for impact, I have to go with Chimera Ant. Okay. Because talk with people about Full Metal, you don't really hear them talk about, yeah, I just love the final arc of Full Metal. I don't hear any of that. I hear people talking about Chimera Ant arc more than Promise Day. I think that's a good point. Okay, so we're at uh, 1 1. Um, let's go to Pat again, since he's never seen either of these. So, Pat, your thoughts on Promise Day versus Chimera Ant? Yeah, I think it's funny how the bracket actually worked out. Uh, we've got like the two mainstays of like uh, modern shonen uh, on one side, and then on the other side we've got the two uh, two of the uh, which again, again, you use a little bit older than Bleach, but it's still that same like uh, I don't know earlier days of shonen yeah. for, for most people, at least for most people that watch anime nowadays, where we're you know of our age. But yeah, so um, I. God, I could not care less about either of these shows. People just shout at me that I have to watch them, and I have no interest whatsoever in either of them. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I really, I have to go with uh, the same logic Rifle was using. Where um, I've definitely heard people be like, "Oh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood's so good because like it has a really good ending," but they don't say like the final arc is good. They say like the ending's good, or the, that it's like it feels like a complete story, or, or or something along those lines. More so than like, oh, that the final few episodes were really brought together by 
like a specific arc or thing that happened versus Chimera Ant people do not shut the fuck up about Chimera <laughs> Ant. They don't. They don't, and they never will. I'm never. so sick of hearing about it. So I will go with Hunter x Hunter's famous arc, Chimera Ant. All right, sounds good. We're at two to one for Chimera Ant. Cat, I'm going to go to you next. Yes, sir. Two to one for Chimera Ant. This is hard. This is really, really hard. I'm having, like, I, I... I don't have as the same uh, confliction that uh, that Pete has because uh, these two they're very high on my on my list also, but they're not the highest for me. Um, but they are very close together. Promise Day being one of the best landings of an ending of an anime like ever, and then Chimera Ant being one of the Almost one of the most complete stories, like just by itself. Like, like if you just took Gan and Killua out of the picture, just watching the show, you would be able to watch most of the show and understand what's going on without, uh, without Miruam. I mean, without, without watching the rest of it and. That goes into how well the story is made. I mean, like, of course, with Promise Day, it's not as long, so you're not going, you're not having to watch as much uh, to get to that point. But also, Khmer Ant, just like I said, complete story. The characters, uh, the character development in that in that show also seeing Gon transform and full metal alchemist they don't really transform so uh it's not really a sta- uh, standard battle shonen but it definitely is very very good and it's so so hard um you see someone untransform that is true <laughs> um honestly I'm gonna have to go with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. All right, all right, but barely. All right, so in a two-two, we leave it up to the J Factor, baby. J, I need your thoughts on these two arcs, please. Oh God, that's Jay's music. He's <laughs> coming in. Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> oh, Thomas J has a family. Mother of God, Pete, call the match. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing here today? <laughs> my God, as as God as my witness, he is broken in half. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough old timey wrestling. Say this is perfect because I don't get this either. So, so, so I, me not getting these arcs and then me not getting these references is. Uh, uh, I don't watch out. wrestling, but I do know. Oh God! I, I, yeah, that, that, I do. Re- yeah, the bugger. Uh, that that's that's true. Fair enough. Sorry. Continue. All right. Um, yeah. So. Everybody else has lamented on how hard this is going to be, so I won't I won't waste any time talking about that. Instead, I'll stall by rambling on a little bit longer <laughs> about what I want to say. But, um, yeah, this is tough, because The Promised Day is super solid arc. 
It has the culmination of a lot of characters, stories. Like I said, the whole Armstrong thing. You've also got Greed and uh, Ling's story finishing off here, more or less. I mean, it really ties everything up in the series in a really nice way, I feel, in this arc at the end. Um, one of the better arcs in Shonen, for sure. One of the better endings in Shonen, is what I should say. Like top three overall i think whereas the chimera ant arc isn't quite like it doesn't quite wrap up a lot of things in the series it wraps itself up nicely but i think for it doesn't really give that sense of closure that the promise day gives which can which is a nice part about the promise day you know you you feel pretty satisfied with how everything wraps up um but the Chimera Antarc, like I said, with Meruem, just experiencing the depth of his character development, it has, like, an almost... It's almost like reading a good novel at points. Like, you really feel... There's philosophy involved with the Chimera Antarc. I mean, there is a promised day as well, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Fullmetal Alchemist in general is a very philosophical uh, series. But... In my opinion, the personal philosophy shown by the Chimera Ants and the humans going on this all-out war and each learning from each other and becoming more brutal and more... Like, the humans becoming more beastly and the ants becoming more human-like and gaining empathy and such and stuff like that. It's just honestly one of the most incredible arcs in fiction, I feel. Um, so, it is really tough, because I've got a lot of respect for both of these series. Fullmetal Alchemist is, I feel, kind of a better standalone story, but Hunter Hunter is, in my opinion, a lot more influential overall in anime and manga. So... By a slim margin, I am going to have to send the Chimera Ant arc to the finals. Okay, that was a close one. This, this was a tough one for me, honestly, for me personally. Not to give away what I'm going to vote for in the overall finals, but I feel like this was kind of my Super Bowl for this, you know, my finals. But I think some convincing arguments can be made for whoever wins this other bracket we do as well. Okay. So. We'll see. All right. So by a slim margin, three to two, Chimera Ant defeats the Promised Day, and it leads us to our last semifinal: Soul Society of Bleach versus Dark Tournament of Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, is there anybody here that has seen both? Yes. Okay. Let's do. Uh, we'll go the rifle first, then Jay. All right. This is just quite funny just to see this matchup, uh, because of how. Bleach is very inspired by Yu Hakusho, despite this arc not being really tournament-driven. Uh, Dark Tournament, their placements, I feel like, Dark, like we said, Dark Tournament is the high point of Yu Yu Hakusho. Soul Society, I think, is like that first major arc for Bleach that a lot of people enjoyed. A lot of high moments happened. We had some good matchups that go on. Uh, Whereas Dark Tournament, a lot of stakes happen, a lot of people, a lot of death, 
involved. One of the most intense uh, villains in the show itself, Chogoro, and his major uh, muscles that he <laughs> oh yeah near the end. He's a thick boy. He's very thick. Boy. Uh, the dub itself for both of these is very well. Uh, this is just very tough. I'd have to say Soul Society were introduced. It's as if it's an invasion. We see Rukia get saved by Ichigo. We see Ichigo's uh, hollow form against uh, his fight, which is quite epic. Uh, uh, if I had to, this would be a coin toss. I think I'd have to go for uh, Soul Society, I think. Okay. All right. All right. 1-0. Uh, Jay, let's go to you next. So, honestly, until my most recent reread of Bleach, I was kind of a Bleach hater. <gasps> I feel like overall in the group think of the internet, which is to say Anna Twitter, Bleach <laughs> has kind of gone through some revisionist history. Yep. Um, people will say that they find the Soul Society arc to be like a pinnacle of the big three. And while I don't disagree that it's one of the high points of Bleach, I honestly, I don't think it's quite as good as people think it is now. Like, like I said, I re I did a reread of Bleach recently, whole thing. And I kind of came out thinking that Ble it was like the third best arc in Bleach. Like, granted, the second best arc isn't animated very, isn't adapted very well, being the Fullbringer arc. A lot of people don't like it because it's very different from the formula that the Soul Society arc set up. And a Thousand Year Blood War hasn't been animated yet. That'll be animated in the fall. Um, and the Dark Tournament arc is just like iconic it's the that and like i said dragon ball are pretty much where all tournament arcs kind of draw their power from i feel like draw their inspiration from uh there's a lot of really intense emotional moments in the dark tournament as well like the whole genkai training arc is kind of crazy you also get genkai and togoro's backstory which is super well done in my opinion although the payoff for it is not that great honestly no. like uh, probably one of the worst parts of the series in my opinion is how the Ginkai and Togoro story ends up going which is to say Ginkai gets no Ginkai doesn't have to have any comeuppance for what she did and Togoro suffers a grillion years in the yeah. more or less yeah. uh, so that's kind of like points off for me because like while the dark tournament arc is solid throughout like most of the actual meat of it the ending of it kind of sours it for me i feel like the soul society arc introduces a lot of cool stuff that pay like it introduces a lot of cool stuff that doesn't pay off until later on in bleach whether that's like you know um ichi the mysterious character of white that ichigo meet or uh, white zangetsu that ichigo meets or the zangetsu spirit in general 
uh, Bankai getting introduced, Rinji, Byakuya, all the characters, pretty much. Like, they don't really get their height until later on in, like, Thousand Year Blood War or the Arankar arc, in my opinion. So, while I have a lot of respect for Bleach, even though it doesn't sound like I have a lot of respect for Bleach based on how <laughs> I talked about it after my reread, uh, I'm going to have to give this one to the Dark Tournament by a slim amount, just because... Like I said, it really is the blueprint for a lot of tournament arcs, and yeah, I don't think the Soul Society is really the height of Bleach either, in my opinion. So All right. for for me, it is the Dark Tournament. All right, we're at we're at a stalemate one to one. Let's go over to our meathead expert, Pat. Pat, who sold who sold you the best? Oh man, well yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, like I said, this is the more the a little bit of the older. Um, um, what do you call it? Uh, older arcs in Shonen, right? Both of these are two of the uh, the older series. Uh, I think for me, I'm gonna have to go with Dark Tournament, partly because it's the spiritual successor of Kenshin's arc, uh, or, or that era of Shonen, right? Like it's the it's kind of like how when you uh, when your team loses in the tournament, you got to root for the uh, the you root for the conference, right? Unless it's your Gosh, rival, was you root your for your guys' protege. Yeah, there you go. Um, you you root for, you know, I wouldn't root for uh, Syracuse, right, as a UConn fan, but I would root for, I don't know, maybe Georgetown, Vildova, someone else in the Big East, right? Like, I feel like, so I feel like that's the way I feel like. So I'm going to be going for, for Dark Tournament here. Uh, but I, I also feel like the only reason Soul Society is talked about so much lately to me is, um, for one, it's the best arc in Bleach, but also because it, it, it's getting so much hype uh, around it due to the fact that it's about to get adapted, right? Isn't it? Isn't that the next arc in Bleach? The Thousand there? Blood no, arc. No, Soul Society is, like, the first major arc in Bleach. Oh, it is? Oh, shit. Yeah, Never yeah, mind, yeah. then. I, I'm speaking out. Well, yeah, so you guys can tell I'm the Shonen Meathead here. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I think Dark Tournament's going to win, though, anyways, for me, because, I it, like we talked about earlier, the impact that it did have uh, is apparent in in, uh, in tournament arcs. It's one of the one that stood the test of time as well. So that's for me. Right on. Okay, I'm obviously gonna go to Cat next. Uh Cat, your thoughts, please. Man This is like for me, it's so not hard. <laughs> this is like one of the easiest ones, uh easiest matchups for me personally. Because I like we already know I'm gonna go for Soul Society, but now I have to pitch it to Pete. <laughs> so for me, one of the reasons why Soul Society is like is such an iconic arc is because in it really like starts setting up a lot of so like uh like Jay said, the introduction of Bankai, you see uh mysterious characters like um like the white well white uh basically Ichigo who is white and is looks like a little bit of a hollow which is like the whole uh enemy of uh of soul society well the thing is with with Ichigo and throughout this whole story is like you're getting the uh you're getting the training arc you're getting like pain and the 
unraveling of the history of soul society throughout this arc like you're getting world building like great world building mixed with character development and the and a great mystery throughout because you have the uh you have like this aura of mystery and then the death of Aizen before you realize that Aizen faked his death and uh like it's just that whole mystery mixed with everything becomes such a such a great story in and of itself it it would almost be like like reading a mystery novel written by somebody who does a great mystery novel i don't read books sure. um, but like it's you can like it leads you one place and then just turns you around to the other but also, you have so many other things going on that are written and paced so well throughout the arc that it becomes like even watching it again now, it's like it's still mesmerizing. I know what's going to happen. Um, so that's why Soul Society wins for me. Okay. All right. We're at 2 2 tie. Um, I got asked this question though because I haven't seen Soul Society, but I'm just off of the basis of what I've heard. What I've seen from people in my mind, I'm just gonna consider it like a top tier arc. Is there anything that like Soul Society has that it did that is like referenced in today's anime? Like you could be like, oh, you can totally see the reference of Soul Society in X show or X arc or something like that. Oh, you're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you or Rifle or somebody who has seen Bleach or something like that. I think that there is some I think that there's a lot of influence in the so like sorry, I'm trying to gather my words and figure yeah. out how I want to say this. I think there's a lot of influence in the way that we have this wave of like urban um urban paranormal battle shonen sort of deal. But I would attribute it more to Bleach in general rather than the Soul Society yeah. arc itself. Okay. Is the thing. Um, I, I would. So part of and this is a little bit of a of a stretch, but the the existence of literally every isekai. <laughs> Because Bleach was one of the first shows that uh, Bleach, well, Dark Tournament and Bleach for for like fairness sake, but Bleach was one of the first shows that like you actually get to see the being put into another world and like being, but actually having to balance the two. I mean, okay, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Um, and I mean. You have uh, Ichigo being one of the most, uh, like, one of the top tier, like, samurai or, like, modern anime samurai in, uh, in anime right now. Mm -hmm. uh, like, you can talk about, like, pretty much... 
a lot of things that have to deal with the uh, development, like having all, well. I guess what I'm hearing more is that it's more of like Bleach of a Hole than the Soul Society arc in itself is kind of the vibe I'm getting. Because um, I want to give Soul Society its credit where credit's due just because I haven't seen it. I don't want to like negatively affect it. But I think because of like the impact of Dark Tournament on defining the most probably i'd say the most popular like, archetype inside of the most popular genre is a feat of itself and yeah you know what that's something uh jay brought it up a little bit ago that we forgot because it's definitely part of the anime itself is the voice acting and how the dark tournament uh how it's dub kind of like influenced a lot on dubbing today it's still referenced as like one of the yeah. best dubs ever created and to me there's a reason why kuwabara until recently was in like my top 10 favorite characters of all time uh, i find myself saying quoting Hie a lot and saying you should have never made fun of my jagan eye <laughs> so because <laughs> it just sounds like he's just such a little dude it's like you fucking nerd yeah like it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. I want to give I want to give Soul Society credit where credit's due. I, I like I said when we distributed the brackets out to people and we had out of all the brackets, uh the most popular winner was Soul Society. So it's just it's just coming down to I I think Dark Tournament just has a bigger impact and that's what I'm going to use as my tiebreaker. Is just the impact on what Dark Tournament does as a whole on shonen, on tournaments, on voice acting and stuff like that um it's just it's just so well done and for that i'm gonna give it the nod which means dark tournament wins three to two over soul Tagashi. society Tagashi finals wow oh. the goat himself <laughs> we have we have the chimera antarch going up against the dark tournament two number one seeds pairing off against each other um i think that this was a I, I had one of the two in my bracket where, where I thought that, that based on my personal choice of where I thought people were going to vote. Um, but I just want to say that this is going to be a hell of a matchup. And if you've made it this far, I want to say thank you. This has been a lot of fun. I like doing these tournament style brackets and stuff like that, especially for March Madness. But that being said, we need to pick a winner and we need to get down to the nitty gritty. I've seen both of these. I think both of these are a 10 out of 10 arc. While I absolutely love hunter hunter more than yu yu Hakusho. i can't take away from what the dark tournament is as a whole it was a absolute roller coaster i had so much fun watching it the the character like the teams that they fight especially in dubbed where we have like the australian guy that oh, yusuke yeah. fights is just like what an enjoyable experience just just and the irish guy and the irish guy uh we had we had a whole lot of fun it it was really just I think it's like 40 episodes, and to me, it went by in a breeze. And I says, I think that says a lot to a arc that is that long, and I watched it in a few days. Just had a blast watching it. Chimera Ant is more on like the technical side of the character development. While Dark Tournament does have great character development, it also has some, like Jay mentioned, some I have some issues at the end as well. But I think the technical side of character development, writing, um, the impact, I feel like, of the fights were a little bit more than the Dark Tournament, which makes sense because one is 
life or death, and the other one's kind of... Well, Dark Terminator kind of can be life or death, I shouldn't say that, but in a sense, it's a little different than what the Chimera Ant was doing, because that's... um. Just like the, the, the scenario that was happening in Chimera, it's just a little bit different than the Dark Tournament. Oh, man. I love these two so much. Um, I think Jay mentioned it earlier, and I think it's, uh, what I'm going to use as my, as my tiebreaker is the end of Dark Tournament with Genkai was really disappointing. And while everything through that was great... That was like a bummer where Miriam and his sort of downfall and his humanization of himself and realizing it before it's realizing like the scenario, but it was too late. And, uh, man, like his, his, his development of finding out what, like what love is, was just so unique, so well done. It's just an incredible journey while i do knock some of the pacing of chimera ant i think like uh, it's like i don't know what 80 episodes that you probably could have done in like 60 or something i don't think that takes away from like what the story it was telling and what it needed to do just because of all the development that we got through gone through Killua, through miriam through netero um through kumagi it was just honestly just great i think that's what i'm going to do i think i'm gonna give the nod over to chimera ant and uh, award it my personal uh, best arc in anime based off of our brackets. Uh, let's go over to Rifle next. I want to hear your thoughts. Wow, that's... Uh, I just... Uh, I think it was uh, a year or two ago that I actually watched the Dark Tournament arc, and it was quite fun. Uh, like you said, it's uh, very meathead shonen stuff, you know? Each battle with Yusuke or uh, Kuwabara, all of them, they all get their own power-ups. The whole arc itself feels very contained, I'd say. It doesn't... I'm sure some of it may lead to the next arc, but like much of it, it starts and ends, and it's a complete story. Uh, whole time, you're waiting for uh, Togoro versus Yusuke. That's the main battle that you're all rooting for. Kamara Ant? doesn't fall to the tournament stuff. It's more about uh, trying to stop this uh, threat of Mirum. Uh, we see his ex uh, better developed character than I'd say Togoro, I feel. Uh, and this whole sh the whole arc felt very more world-building-ish. Uh, I feel like with that arc, like Jay said in the beginning, this isn't very... We're not really focused on Gon Killua, per se. Like, if they weren't there the story would still proceed and it'd still be entertaining. Uh, for me, I'd have to say Chimera uh, and Arc. I All just right. think the battles themselves, they were very tactical. They were very well thought out. And there was a whole lot of side characters that were very fun to be with. All right. All right. That's a 2-0 lead. That's a commanding lead. Let's go over to Pat. Pat, I want to hear your thoughts. Uh uh, I don't know. I, I'm so, uh, wow. I really just never have anything to say because I, I haven't watched any of these. Um, but if I had to pick between the two that I would watch first, it would very much so be Dark Tournament. I'd be so. I feel like I'd be so much more interested in it. And 
again, just fits my my genre or or my taste in shonen or whatever you want to say a lot better, I think. So, um, and especially to spite the Hunter x Hunter fans uh, who don't shut up about Chimera Ant, I'm going to go with Dark Tournament from Yu Yu Hakusho. The spite vote for Dark Tournament. Two to one, Chimera over Dark Tournament. Cat, let's go to you next. So, as the person I am, During the last, uh, the last matchup for Chimera Ant, I said that Chimera Ant was a complete story in and of itself. It like, like removing, like some of the Killua stuff uh, and some of the things that have happened so far in that arc and throughout the show. Just starting the arc from the beginning to the end is a complete story. Dark Tournament is also, from what I've heard from you guys, is also a complete story, where the rest of the show is kind of eh, but that arc in and of itself is a 10 out of 10. Here's the thing. For me, I watched Chimera and was mesmerized by how good it was. It is one of, if... It is. I th- I think it is my favorite arc out of Hunter Hunter so far. If he actually, if the manga actually can write anymore, um, and the all of the things that have happened throughout uh, Chimera Ant is just so, so 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 good. It's like. I don't know how to explain it, but I haven't seen Dark Tournament. I, from what I, from what I've seen from Yu Yu Hakusho, um, it sounds like I might need to go to the dub before like legitimately dropping it. But for right now, uh, I haven't seen the dub. I haven't heard the dub, but I do know Chimera Ant. That's why I'm going with Chimera. Okay, that's gonna solidify it. But Jay, before we, uh, before we crown our champion, I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, dude, honestly, for me, this would have came down to which one I found more enjoyable overall to watch versus which one I found, like, better written, which is to say, I have more fun watching the Dark Tournament. Don't get me wrong, I have a lot of fun watching Chimera and Ark as well, but, uh, the Chimera and Ark is just masterfully written in, like, all sorts of ways, like, they're... Even just seeing, you can take away the main characters entirely from the Chimera Antark. Like, you can, don't have to think about Natero, Meruem, Gon, Kilua, and just look at the character development of characters like Knuckle and Shoot, and they're fucking incredible there. Look at the development of the four royal, or the three royal guards. In, incredible. Awesome. Uh, look at the development of even just the side chimera ants like Wolfen or um, Ikalgo, the octopus man. Yep. Like, it really is like just a masterclass in developing, like, developing a character in a short amount of time and having you feel for them. And 
for me, I would have went with the Chimera and Arc overall as well, honestly, even though, like I said, the Dark Tournament is so fun. Like, yes. All right. That is a four to one victory that crowns our champion. The Chimera Ant is, based off of the this criteria, the best anime arc in history, just based off us. Uh, that being said, <laughs> Pat Pat does not agree, but Hunter I, I, X yeah. Hunter is is just you know, mm. it's like one of nine I, shows that has a nine point oh on Mel or higher, so it's doing something right. Uh. We 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 did this over two episodes. I had a blast. I loved I loved our discussions. And if you love our discussions and want to discuss with us some more, you should join our Discord. Uh links in the description below. Um uh or you can follow us on Twitter. Uh links all of that is in the link tree in the description below. That being said, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate taking time out of your out of your weekend to do this episode with me uh we are a weekly podcast and next week we'll be reviewing the bunny girl senpai and movie and then following that we're gonna start getting into our seasonal stuff so we're gonna be you're gonna be seeing our seasonal previews and reviews of the currently airing seasons and what's coming up next and we have a nice surprise in store for you for our uh april fools episode so look forward to that if you want to support the podcast the best way to do so is like comment subscribe leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to us or watching us on if you want to see your beautiful faces and you're watching us on an audio platform, we do have a YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube and don't want to see our beautiful faces, you can find us anywhere podcasts can be found. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.